This is the Kitzer of the first Sicha of Parshas Kairach in Chelek of Gimel on page 113. The Rebbe begins with the story in this week's Parsha, which speaks about the Machloikis of Kairach and his people against Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Torah tells us the punishment of the, that they all got. One group, with, with, along with Kairach, that was swallowed in the ground, and then the Pasuk there says that the point was, that proves that Moshe Rabbeinu was sent by Hashem for everything he did. And then the group that a fire came out and consumed them, the 250 men, and again the Pasuk says that this proves that but following this, there is another thing that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, that he should gather 12 staffs from all of the Nesim of the 12 Shvatim, and also amongst them, Mate Arain. And then the one that will blossom will know that he's the one that Hashem chose. And the, the Pasik tells us a story about Parach Mate Arain. So the question that there is here in Pshute Mikra is why is there a need for an additional miracle and sign that Hashem chose Arain after they already saw these tremendous miracles and punishments that happened? The Ramban says that this miracle is coming to prove that Hashem chose Shevet Levi to be the ones to serve in the Mishkan. And what happened before was all regarding Aaron Akain. But Mepharshim prove from different details that you see in the Psukim here that even this of Parach Mata Aaron is also here as a proof for Aaron Akain himself. As you see in the Pasuk itself that it says Mate Aaron. It wasn't just a Mate from the whole Shevet, but it was Dafka Aaron. And so on, other proofs that the Mepharshim bring. So if so, the question remains, why do we need an additional proof that Aaron Akain is chosen? So Rashi does not address this question, but if we'll look closely into what Rashi does say about how this miracle happened, we'll understand what additionally comes out from this miracle. So the Pasuk here says, perach, tzitz, What does it mean? So Rashi says, perach, That a flower grew from this staff. That was the first miracle. So the Rabbi stops right here on this Rashi. Why does Rashi have to tell us kemashmoi? That it means literally perach. If it actually means perach, a flower, so then it's self-understood, and there's no reason for Rashi to say anything. It seems like Rashi is negating some other interpretation, and therefore he tells you no, kemashmoi. Translate it literally. Then Rashi says, tzitz. What does this mean? This is the blossoming of the fruit when the flower falls. Question is, why does Rashi have to add Keshaperach Neufel? Why is Rashi telling you this description, this detail, that the fruit blossoms when the flower falls? Rashi doesn't just describe things for no reason. Then Rashi says, What does this mean? So Rashi says, means That's when the fruit is identified. They saw that it was almonds. And then he brings Lashem Yigdal similar to when a child is weaned from nursing. And also, So the Rebbe's Medayik, why does Rashi say, Why does Rashi say that word, Elon? If Rashi is trying to show that the word, could be used for Paris, not only for a child, for a human being, so Rashi should say, Why Pri Ha Elon? So the Rebbe explains here, there's a few basic questions here on, this, on the Pasuk here. Question is, if you look in the beginning, when the Ebesha tells Moshe Rabbeinu to gather these 12 staffs, it says, The one that I will choose, his staff will blossom. But what actually ended up happening, it didn't just blossom, it blossomed. There was a flower, the flower fell, it budded, and then there was uh, the shkedim. These are additional nisim that were never, never said before. Why did this happen? As besides this, the Rishayim Mir asked on the, on the Pasik, 
In this Pasuk here, it says, parach mata arain, and then it says again, What's this double lashon? So there is a pshat that it says in the Bali Taisvis that there were two sides. On one side, the staff grew flowers, and it remained. It never fell. On the other side, the flowers fell, and then shkedim developed. But that's not pshutish mikra. Rashi doesn't hint to this. So what's the double lashon in the Pasuk? So the pshat over here is this term of parach, when you use it regarding a tree, so then it means the tree that blossoms and grows fruits. But when you use the term of priche, parach, regarding any other thing, it doesn't mean growing a flower. The term priche is used many times before in the Torah when it comes to the shechin, by the makis, when it comes to tzeras, uh, uses the term parach. What does parach mean? A growth, a blossoming or a growth, but not a flower. So over here as well, when the Eibishter says that one that I choose, Mateo Yifrach, what does Yifrach mean? That there's going to be a growth on the, on the staff. But the Eibishter did not specify the details exactly what will grow. But included in that, though, is what we see later happened, is the actual growth with all the details. The flower, the budding, and the fruit. The three details that uh, the Pasuk describes. So therefore, when Rashi says here that when it actually happened, Vayetzi Perach, Rashi tells you it means Kemashmoi, what is Rashi saying over here? When it said before in the title the term Periche regarding a staff, it doesn't mean Kemashmoi, it doesn't mean a flower, it just means there'll be a growth, which includes different details in it. And in the same also in the beginning of this Pasuk, when it says, Vihine Parach Mataren, that's just saying in a general sense the fulfillment of what Hashem said, that the staff will blossom, grow. But then afterwards, the Pasuk says, And here Rashi says, here it means Kamashmoi. Here it actually means a flower, and then the budding of the fruit, and then the growth of the actual almond. But the question though is, what's the point of this happening in these three stages, if anyways, Klal Yisrael doesn't get to see this? The whole miracle was that Klal Yisrael should see what happened here. But what happened was, Moshe Rabbeinu comes in, and he sees a ready almond that, was, that already grew. The flowers were gone. So what's the point of having it grow in these three stages? So the answer is because, that's why Rashi adds here regarding the vayotz, it sits the budding of the fruit, that the flower falls. And then what Rashi is telling you is, Moshe Rabbeinu took out the staff and showed Yidin the almonds that grew, but he also brought the flowers that fell. And he showed Yidin, look, it not only grew almonds, but it grew like a regular tree that grows. It grew with flowers, and then it budded, and then the fruit. And therefore, Yidin got to see all these three steps that the Pasuk describes. But the question, though, is, what's the point of having it grow in this natural order, the way it grows in a tree? This whole thing is a miracle. So why wouldn't it just grow right away almonds? There are other Mepharshim that say that the Pasuk here is actually describing that these almonds grew in a different order than it usually does. So this itself was a nest, but that's not what Rashi says. Rashi says that it grew in the regular order. So this is very strange. On one hand, this is a miracle. But on the other hand, it's growing in a certain natural order like a tree. What's the point of this? The answer is, this is exactly the whole point why this miracle here is necessary to prove that Abishah chooses Aaron as the Cain. Because after all the miracles that happened before, it proves that Hashem Shlochani, it proves that Hashem sent Moshe Rabbeinu to appoint Aaron to be the Kohen Gadol. But it doesn't really prove regarding who Aaron Akain himself is. Is he really on a higher level than everyone else? Not necessarily. Yidin could argue and say, Aaron Akain is the same as us. He actually sinned by the Egel. This that Hashem chose, and Moshe Rabbeinu davened for him. So Yidin can still come and complain in the future if they have a desire to want to be a Kohen. Yidin are going to say, maybe... Maybe it could change. Maybe Davin for us. It's not that Aaron Akayim must be the Kayin. He's not an essence of Kayin. 
So therefore, the Ebishter makes a nest here, which on one hand is takanes. The Ebishter chooses to take a staff and make it grow. And that represents the fact that the Ebishter chooses Adam. But on the other hand, how does the staff grow? It grows like a tree. It becomes, its whole nature changes and it grows in the same order of a tree. Like this is not like an almond tree. The same applies to the kohuna. This that the Ebishter chooses Adam to be a kayin, this becomes his very identity. In the Lashon of the Sikha, it becomes an Indian tivi v'atzmi. This is who Aaron a kayin is. So there's no changing for this in the future, and there's no possibility for complaints of Klai to come up about this. That was the point of bringing this miracle to show this additional point that the kohuna is something which identifies who Aaron a kayin is. And that's also seen in this Lashon of Rashi, that Rashi says, pri ha'ilam. That Vayigmol over here means that it grew mamish, that the staff didn't just miraculously grow. Of course, it's a miracle, but it also became mamish like a tree. It became its nature. And this is also the uh, additional point that Rashi adds here. Rashi is showing you how all the details of how this miracle happened was all for a purpose. The same thing is also regarding the fact that it was Dafke Shkedim, as Rashi brings afterwards, that Shkedim grows the quickest of all fruits. And same, anyone that is Mo'erer ala kohone, his Peronius is Maharas Lovei, so this is also a detail that's relevant for this Indian of the kohone here. With this, the Rebbe explains the Gemara that tells us regarding Mata Arin, so the Gemara in Yuma says that in the time of the first place of Mikdash, when the Aron was hidden on the ground, the, so the, the Lashon of the Gemara is, Along with it, the, the staff of Aron with the Shkedim and the flowers were hidden as well. So the Rishayim ask, why does it say here flowers? There, were, there are no flowers. There were Shkedim, the flowers fell off. So the answer, no, some flowers remained. Like we mentioned before, the Bali Teisvah say, on one side, the flowers still remain. But... If, if, Rashi doesn't hold of this. As we mentioned before, according to Rashi, there were no flowers that remained. Either way, why, why, would, be, why would it be necessary to point out the flowers separately? Obviously, if the, if the staff was put away, so the, 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 fruit, the uh, flowers came along with it. But according to the point we said before, we could understand that it's similar to the way the point of the Pasik itself is, is telling us here. Just like the Pasik says that how does this miracle happen? It happens in such a way that it goes in a certain natural order. Yes, it's a miracle, but it grows like a tree grows. To make the point that Kohone is the Indian Tivi for Aaron. It identifies who Aaron is. And the same thing is also when the Pasuk says, Hoshev ismate Aaron lefnei lo'is. Ebesha tells Moshe Rabbein to place this staff there always, it should be as a sign for all Yidin, for the Kohone and all future generations. They put there the staff with the flowers to make this point that it's an Indian tivi for Aaron. The same is also when it comes to hiding it together with the Aaron. When the Aaron was hidden on the ground, it's not like just hidden, put away, and now the Aaron is ineffective anymore. No, the Aaron was hidden on the ground. The Rebbe explains in a different place that it's like in the Kedush HaKadoshim. This place was built as a hiding place for the Aaron to be like in the Kedush HaKadoshim, and it still has its effect. The same is with the Mata Aaron. The Lemishmeres, as the Pasuk says, regarding the Mata Aaron, it's put away there. It still has its effect that people should not come and complain about the kohona. And therefore it has to be hidden together with the flowers. As the Rebbe pointed out before, the flowers is a significant point to show that it grows in the natural order that kohona is, is the essence of who Aaron and his children are, kohonim. And through this Indian of the Prochim, specifically the Prochim of Mati Aaron, will be Zeichet, what it says, Yifrach B'yom of Tzadik, as it says in the Balaturim, Yifrach Mati Aaron, Mamish.